Oh my god, my wig is fucking flying right now. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, and I oop and I oop. You know, wig. I'm so blown. Oh my god, oh my god. You know what is it? Boots the house down. I don't know. Oh my god, he looks so good though. You ready to go? What the fuck is that? Hi, I'm T. Steele, and you can call me Tiny T. I'm sitting at my tiny table. Tiny T in our tiny table. Will you join my tiny T table and talk about things? Tight. Welcome to Tiny T's tiny table. So, good morning, everybody. Um, it won't be uploaded in the morning because I don't want to do that, but I'm hoping to upload this shit in the same day. But let me just tell you, um, I don't know what this is, if it's reverse insomnia, but I'm sick and fucking tired of it because I keep waking up at like 630 in the morning when I don't have to be up and around until noon and I can never go back to sleep. So guess what we're doing? We're being proactive and I'm going to get the podcast done ahead of time. Um... And honestly, it should have been uploaded today anyways, so it was going to have to be done regardless. But your girl does not want to do this shit at 7 in the morning, and that's no exaggeration. It is 7.54 in the morning in Orlando, Florida, as I'm screaming into my microphone. And you know what's going on outside of my window? Everything. My apartment is in front or behind or let's just say near a water plant the Aloma water plant. And let me tell you, them motherfuckers know how to make noise. They really fucking do. They're quiet at night. They really are. You could hear the wind blow. But as soon as it hits maybe five in the morning, all you hear is, what do you need all the beeps for? What are the beeps for? What are the fucking beeps for? And then there's just this ominous ass, just droning noise. It's like, but in a way higher frequency and I'm sick and fucking tired of it and I toured this apartment so there's no reason why I shouldn't have known that it makes that fucking noise because I would have been like give me another apartment but no here we are and it's fucking loud outside (laughs) so (laughs) let's get these topics started today's topics include baby fever camp flognaw featuring drake disney plus and my fueling hatred for mayo So let's start with baby fever. I go back home to Champaign-Urbana, Illinois in about a week and I want to shit myself, not because I'm nervous about going or I think, honestly, I don't know what I think, but all I know is that it's stressing me out beyond compare because every time I go there, I feel extremely dissociated disconnected from reality and I feel incredibly out of place and that is not going to change and it will probably be amplified because half the people I know are carrying children inside of them they are with child Um, but nothing else has changed nothing will ever change there and I think that's why I'm most ecstatic that I left there Um, nothing will ever change ever ever anything that would ever change is the brick architecture and I doubt that would ever change either um but basically all I know is I I notice and appreciate babies 
more than I think I've ever had my entire life. And that includes when I was a toddler and was also obsessed with babies. I hated playing with regular kids. My mom used to take me to the mall play place and I would disappear. She didn't know where I was. Bitch, I was on the sidelines talking to parents about their babies. Um, but this time around, it's a little bit weird and different because I always told myself I never wanted kids. Um, but then I was put in a situation where I was like, damn, like I could imagine having a kid, but I still don't necessarily want one, especially right now. And it has to be with the right person, you know, someone who's caring and honest and hardworking and willing to put forward the amount of work that it takes to raise a child especially at a young age with no experience and a lot of my friends are doing that right now none of my close close friends because I would have but I would have beat their ass like I'll definitely be supportive but a lot of my close friends especially the ones I have in Florida we're all working to be a part of some type of industry that isn't the regular norm like you couldn't just go out and get a job for these type of things and so all of us are putting in like 40, 50 hour um, school weeks. That's just class and labs. Um, this isn't just an ad for Full Sail University. But um, all of us are putting in a lot, a lot of work. And I don't think a baby would necessarily stop that determination or that track to... No, it would get in the fucking way. It would definitely get in the way. I'm not even going to try and sugarcoat it. If I got pregnant tomorrow, it would be a fucking problem. Um, and that goes for a lot of people. That goes for everyone I know. Um, except for those who are trying at a super young age. Well, I will never understand it, but some people believe that they were placed on this earth to be a parent and I don't think that that's me I could never see myself successfully parenting a child I think I'd be cool at it I worked with children for years and I was great at it kids love me but do I love kids sometimes not and it's such a big fucking it's such a big commitment and I have to grow them and then feed them and make sure they don't kill themselves and I can barely do that for myself so um I don't know but moral of the story is I'm seeing a lot of babies and I'm not mad at it. I think I'm, as I get older, I'm growing to the idea of becoming a parent, but that's definitely number two on the list. Number one on the list is my career, whether that's as a recording artist, a singer, or what I'm currently training to be a mix engineer. And if none of that works out, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to be. But I'm trying to work hard, but also pace myself because I'm in college. I want to live a life. I don't want to look back on my early 20s and teen years and think, damn, I should have had more fun. Why the fuck was I so focused on school? Because, you know, like, I'm in a really great position industry-wise. I'm a black female. I have the look. I know what the fuck I'm talking about, and I know what the fuck I'm doing. And not to stick a thumb in my own ass, but I'm talented. I know what I'm doing. So I think I can allow myself to have a pocket of space where I'm not just going to school and coming home and recording and recording and recording and I know that I probably should if I want it that bad but I've seen other people do it and all they do is do the mandatory shit and then come home and work dumb hard and it'll get them where they want to go definitely but there's definitely a piece of their part that is missing in lieu of 
only being about school and music and I am only about school and music but with different parameters and I think I'm okay with that um but once I you know have a name and get my career started and I'm stable and in a loving and secure relationship then I will definitely consider having a child but for now I will scream internally every time I see a baby in public and give it a secret name um I've got Lily Lucas and a couple of other names under my belt just from babies I've met at the mall (laughs) what does that say about me um I think about them all the time and I wish that I could be friends with them and see them on a regular basis um so we could talk about Paw Patrol and um things that are not um mundane and adult related so there's baby fever next topic Camp Flogna featuring Drake so it's kind of late to be talking about this in the podcast I don't think anyone really cares anymore but I think y'all niggas are so fucked up I wanted to go to Camp Flognaw so bad and if Drake would have showed up that would have been so tight I'm not a diehard Drake fan but it's fucking Drake what do you mean and you niggas thought Frank Ocean was finna leave his house for y'all all he do is make sad music be gay and eat hot chip and lie like, y'all should know better than this. He he don't want to do nothing. Just because he gave y'all two singles does not mean he can, he don't give a fuck. He does not care. He really doesn't. If he cared like that, he would be on his own tour. And it's fucking Drake. Y'all boo Drake? Drake? Like, I wouldn't be like, damn. Like, I, I don't know what I would have said, but I wouldn't have booed Drake. Like, th- that's the nigga that made Take Care that's the nigga that was obsessed with Rihanna give him his credit you know that nigga was on Degrassi wheelchair guy Degrassi just even the beef with Soldier Boy is enough to give him fucking credit Drake like are you fucking serious what you're not gonna give him his credit you're gonna tell me you don't want to hear fucking classic drake bops like fucking passion fruit or whatever the fuck it's called passion if i'm out of the way whatever the fuck that song is called you wouldn't bop to that at a music festival half of y'all are probably tripping off your asses you're gonna tell me you don't want to listen to some vibes what y'all are fucking crazy i would have done anything for a camp vlog not ticket yeah that would have been fucking tight and just because frank didn't come which would have been incredible but he didn't because he doesn't go places and y'all need to learn that before you keep getting disappointed because that man does not care about y'all he does not care about y'all he is busy making a nightclub and dangling what might be a double album in front of y'all will we ever know which one that is will we ever know when he's coming out no we will never know that and I think that we're all just gonna have to be okay with that and just expect him not to get there and not to come and if he does that's fucking great because we all love Frank Ocean well I definitely do I have a huge appreciation for Frank Ocean and all of the musicality he has and his individuality and the fact that he can just like really be his own person like all he does is release music and dip out and it makes let's okay let's branch off so he there's a standard 
in the industry that if you are a recognized recording artist, you are expected to tour and make merch and be a public figure, okay? And um, Frank Ocean is allowed to do that with no animosity, but Summer Walker is not shown the same... I don't even know what the word for it is, but you can clearly tell that she's not lying. Like, she prefaced her entire career, like, right after this big album and right before she was about to go on tour, that she struggles with anxiety and just being herself in an unfamiliar space filled with a bunch of people she doesn't know. She told y'all that from the jump. Um, Frank didn't even necessarily tell us that, but we let him do as he pleases. And when it comes to Summer Walker, um, everyone at least on social media, I don't know if people are doing this to her in real life, but on social media, it seems that people are yelling at her, telling that she's faking it and that she's doing too much and she should chill. And that's not how anxiety works. Um, I would know. I definitely don't have social anxiety. I don't think I have social anxiety at all. Um, but if I did, it definitely isn't to the point of Summer Walker. But I think that we need to give recording artists more room to do what they want to. Um, and when they want to do it, it shouldn't be on a time schedule. It shouldn't be full of expectations. Shorty really just wanted to make music and that was it. She never wanted to tour. She, you know, maybe she did want to tour, but she definitely didn't want to be bombarded by fans who were constantly like, oh, the Summer Walker experience was terrible. All she did was uh fucking pose for a picture and then kick me out we had to have our phones ready whatever you are the person that built that persona of that artist all that artist is doing is being honest in their music and they're a normal person they are a person they pay rent or mortgage they have parents they have a family they you know wake up every morning and do people things just like you do and I think that we have to remember that just because we don't see them right in front of us on a consistent basis and they're really just an entity through social media, I think that we need to accept the fact that we can't control artists in the way that we think we can. Like, yes, um, you can influence an artist by saying, hey, I want you to go on tour, come to my city, I want to see you, I want to meet you, whatever. But if they say they can't or don't want to do that, you can't get mad. You really can't because they're doing a lot of work behind the scenes, a lot of fucking work. And, um, especially for someone with a anxiety disorder or mental illness, period. Um, it's really hard to have to live up to a bunch of expectations when it feels like you can't live up to your own expectations at all as an artist. Um, and I might be projecting, honestly, um, with my own career and my own self, but my career doesn't really matter because it doesn't really exist right now. And I think I'm okay with that. Um, because if it ever does take off, I really don't know how I'm going to handle it. I seriously don't. Um, and I wish I had all the answers and I wish I knew because, um, I'm still relatively young. I'm not like Billie Eilish young, but, um, I feel for her, especially because she's not even fully developed. She's definitely growing up with so many eyes on her and she's incredibly talented. She definitely deserves the limelight, but, um, being in the public eye and, releasing music constantly and being on a label and releasing merch and selling out world tours and having people bully you for wearing baggy clothes and 
older people telling you that you look sexy. Like, that's a lot for a, what, 17, 18-year-old? So, I don't know. I guess my point is, be fucking nice. Like, it's very clear that you are here to... You're at this festival. Not even just Camp Flogna. This could be any concert, any festival, any gig. You show up to that place to enjoy music and to indulge in that experience and live in the moment. This artist has probably been preparing for weeks or even months for that particular occasion. You should show some respect. You should show some love. That person does not have to be there. A lot of these big industry people have so many other places that they could be making so much more money or even just plan enjoying themselves more than they would playing a gig for you. So you need to be respectful. You need to honor the fact that they even came out to see y'all. They don't know none of y'all. They know that half of that crowd isn't even going to be their fans. They know that. They know that half of y'all don't want to be there. And you have to, like, you know, you have to put into perspective, what if you were Drake? And I don't mean like a, oh, man, I'd buy so many fucking cars. I'd fuck so many bitches. I mean, like, what if you were Drake when you were booed off the stage at Flogna? and you're a platinum artist, you know, and it probably killed his ego, and, um, it's fucking Drake, so I don't think he's gonna die, or, like, dwell on this for the rest of his life, he's probably been in multiple situations just as that one, but it's like, damn, there was a surprise artist, it was one of the big artists in the world, and y'all were like, boo, get the fuck off, where the fuck is Frank Ocean? Frank Ocean was in his house minding his gay business, he really was, And so y'all need to do the same shit. Simply put, no one owes you anything, and you have to remember that. Tyler, the creator, doesn't owe you a better lineup. Frank Ocean doesn't owe you a a fucking performance. He doesn't owe you anything. And Drake doesn't... Drake doesn't need to do anything different for y'all. He really doesn't. It's fucking Drake, and he does what he wants. And what he decided to do was show up to Camp Flogna, and y'all are going to have to live with that. And maybe next year at Camp Flogna, Frank Ocean will come, but y'all know damn well he's probably not going to do that. But I will do everything in my power to go anyways, just in case he is. Alright, next topic. Disney Plus. Um, okay, so... My best friend got a Disney Plus before my mom got a chance to, so I'm on his account. And one of the first things I decided to actually sit down and watch seriously was High School Musical. Off Grip. Okay, of course I had to start with the first one. It's not my favorite. My favorite is definitely High School Musical 2, and then High School Musical 3, and then the first one. But um, I sat down and watched the first one, and the dialogue is fucking garbage. The acting is fucking garbage. The lip syncing, like the overdubbing of music where it looks like they're supposed to be singing live is fucking garbage oh my god it's not good it's not fucking good there are definitely some bops in there but to consider a cinematic masterpiece is definitely a big stretch um yeah i i don't know how i feel about high school musical anymore um yeah I I really I don't 
I have no words for it. I really don't. Um, but then um, me and my friend got together and watched um, That's So Raven, and that shit was funny. And I watched the Phineas and Ferb into the second dimension movie and that shit was fucking funny i don't know if it was because i was blasted but phineas wants all smoke at all times and i aspire to be like him i really do he spazzed on perry the platypus i'm gonna try and not to spoil anything in case y'all actually want to go see what's good with that because you should that shit is so fucking funny but um basically i'll just tell you the beginning plot so uh perry the platypus has found out they figure out that he's a special agent and um then they get into some big fight with I don't even remember who and they make it out and the first thing Phineas says is that's when you should have put your little fucking hat well he didn't say fucking but he might as well he said that's when you should have put your hat on your little hat and then (laughs) he had a fucking uh parachute with his face on it he was like his face is on this parachute are you kidding me and it's just so funny like it doesn't sound funny when I explain it, but if you watch it, it's actually hilarious. But Disney Plus as a whole, it's only like, what, $7 a month? That's about what Netflix used to be. Netflix is twelve ninety nine this time around. They raised the prices because of fucking Friends, which no one is watching. And if you're watching Friends, get the fuck out of here. Netflix paid millions of dollars to keep that dusty-ass show. Get the fucking DVD set. Get the fucking, and that goes for The Office fans too. I love and appreciate The Office, but who the fuck needs to watch it 12 times over again? Who? Who? I'm tired. I'm so fucking tired. Pick another show. Parks and Recreation, perhaps? That's a decent show. One that not a lot of people have actually seen. That's an opportunity to watch something different and maybe build a part of your personality that isn't The Office-based. Um, And that's no shade to the Office fans. Um, It's shade to the people who literally cried a river when it was suggested that that and Friends might be removed. Like, there's more than just those two shows. um, And there's more than just one streaming service. So, um, yeah, but I don't know. Uh, Disney Plus is cool. I am probably going to fold for HBO Max because they have all the Cartoon Network stuff. And I already have Netflix, and they're doing a Nickelodeon collaboration, which I'm super excited about, but equally um, a little uncomfortable with the Steven Hillenburg and um, Squidward spinoff thing. Um, Steven Hillenburg specifically stressed to Nickelodeon that he didn't want any spinoffs of any kind, um, and that this upcoming SpongeBob Mooney, Mooney, This upcoming Spongebob movie would be the end of the series, period, point blank. Um, But as soon as he died, Nickelodeon went against his wishes and decided that they would do a Squidward spinoff anyways, which I would love a Squidward spinoff. That sounds fucking hilarious and amazing, and I would love to be a part of that. But knowing that the creator of that specifically said not to do that and it's being done kind of bothers me. Um, But that's not related to Disney Plus, so I guess we're done with that topic. Um... Yeah, it's worth the money if you like older TV shows and older movies and the 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 feeling of all of these shows is definitely completely different than now. It's not that harsh HD camera look. 
it's definitely um, a lot more soft and um, it feels as old as it is. It really takes you back every time you watch it um, with whether it's just like the camera work or the effects or just the, the outfits of all of the characters. You can really feel yourself being back in that time and that's a really great feeling to feel. Um, all right, next topic. Mayo. I, okay, I can't even technically have mayo because mayo is just whipped egg whites and your girl is allergic to eggs. I'm not stressing because they fucking stink and I don't think I'm missing out on anything. I really fucking don't. Um, but it's, it's so nasty. I just, I don't think I could ever see myself making a sandwich or a dish at all and be like, you know what the fuck is missing in here? some mayo. I don't think I will ever, ever hear that come out of my mouth. Like ketchup, okay. Barbecue sauce, okay. Vinaigrettes, okay. Mustard, pushing it. Mustard is also fucking nasty, but that's another topic for another day. Moral of the story is, mayo is fucking garbage. Who was like, who sat there and whipped egg whites added who the fuck knows what to it and was like mm, sandwich world i don't think any sane person would do that i really don't like it smells it looks nasty in the big ass tubs it brings nothing to the table like it's really just ugly sour cream and sour cream, I'm not the biggest fan of either, but she has her places. She knows her place. Tacos, like chip dips, and whatever the fuck you can think of. Sour cream goes in a lot of things and does so purposefully. And as a person who doesn't necessarily like sour cream, I can still get down with some dishes that have sour cream in them because I know that, I know that they belong in there. But I can't say that for literally anything with mayo in it. Mayo is fucking garbage, and if I was president one day, I would ban mayo. And I'm sorry for those of you who ride for mayo, mayo lovers, hashtag mayo, I'm not doing it. I'm really not fucking doing it. It's so nasty. Every time I, like, get a fucking, like, a sandwich or something from somewhere, which doesn't happen very often anymore because I'm vegetarian, um, but when I used to go places and get hamburgers and shit and be like, I just want ketchup and pickles and lettuce and the burger, and the bun, they'd be like, okay, and then turn around and add a tomato, and some mayo, and it would be fucking disgusting, and nasty, I just don't understand why someone was like, mayo is exactly what we need, I'd participate in assimilation, where I enjoyed mayo, I would consider it, but I would not make it a reality, because mayo does not have a place in my home, it really doesn't. And I hope it never does. I really do. Because it's nasty. It's disgusting. No. No, no. No, no, no. No. There's a lot of things I will eat. Well, <laughs> I'm kind of limited now. Um, but there's a lot of things that I would theoretically eat. And even theoretically, I don't think I would ever eat mayo. Like, that's gross. You're gross. That's nasty. You're nasty. That's gross. You're gross. Ew. Ew. Like, 
I, I can't even, I'm like, there's no words. There's really no words. Mustard is nasty. Ketchup is good. Barbecue sauce is literally top tier. Sour, sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, sweet and sour sauce is tight. Teriyaki sauce is tight. Um, I don't even know enough condiments to really give a list. I really started blanking after ketchup. But, um, just don't eat mayo. If I see you eating mayo or that you have a bottle of mayo in your fridge, I'm definitely judging you. I definitely am. Um, so just know that. Mayo is fucking nasty, and if you think otherwise, you are nasty as well. I think that's it for today. Um, yeah. I really don't know how to close this off, but, um, seasonal depression is upon us. The sun is setting at 4 p.m., and, um, everyone has anxiety now. Please take care of yourselves. Um, please make sure that you are taking care of your responsibilities, but also leaving yourself room to experience other things that don't feel like work, like hanging out with your friends or, um, making art if that's your thing or going on walks or exercising or meditating or whatever your sweet spot is. Find time for that. Um, because there, that, that's one thing that you will never get more of or that you will get back. Time is time we don't have much we don't know how much of it we have so um don't let that panic you as it is right now for me um but um you know wait to worry and grow and experience and get out there and do shit that you know you might typically not do and I'm not talking like particularly like drugs or anything but I mean, like, going places with your friends late at night and, you know, having sleepovers or having bigger conversations or, you know, just spending time with people. Like, make some memories. Don't hermit in your house trying to do homework and shit. Like, that's definitely important, but don't don't make that the only thing that you partake in. All right. Thank you for listening to Tiny T's Tiny Table. Um, we made it to the second episode. Imagine that. I think I'm going to start uh, uploading on Tuesdays. Just because Tiny Tea's Tiny Table Tuesdays sounds like it makes sense. Um, so, uh, yeah. Here's my quote. Seasonal depression, more like feasible obsession. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Boom. Oh my god, my wig is fucking flying right now. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, and I oop and I oop. You know, wig. I'm so blown. Oh my god, my god. You know, what is it? Boots the house down. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh my god, he looks so good though. He's so good. Ready to go? What the fuck is that?